Welcome to the Leader in Red podcast, a podcast for millennial women who work the nine to five, want to feel confident in the workplace, lead effectively, and be recognized for their hustle. I'm your host, Natalie Hansford. Make sure to go follow my Instagram page at Leader in Red podcast for some inspiration and real talk. Let's get started. Hello, hello, everyone. Bill, welcome back to the pod. What a beautiful day it is. It just freezing rained all last night and now I've woken up to a bunch of snow. What a great day for it to be a day, let me tell you. This past week has been absolutely exhausting for me and if you have been following me on social media and you know exactly why, I was actually in a trade show all week speaking to people non-stop. It got to the probably the multiple hundreds of people that I was talking to throughout the course of three days, which is mentally and physically exhausting. When I got home every single night, I was like done. Like I didn't want to talk. I didn't want to do anything. I didn't want to see anyone. I just wanted to lay on my couch and do absolutely nothing. So that's what I did. This week was a lazy week. And honestly, it's because I was very productive throughout the day. So at night I wanted to relax and do nothing. And honestly, Last week's episode was about me feeling very demotivated and I knew everything I had to do for the next week and I think that had a lot involved in it, that it was just very overwhelming. The new year has started, I felt demotivated and then knowing I had to do so much the following week just made me so much more demotivated because I knew what was coming. I knew all the amount of work and effort I had to put in for that week. So I think all those emotions kind of just made how I felt a little bit worse. And I know that the past couple episodes I've been putting out have been starting a lot of conversations. And the lot of conversations are about confidence and just believing in who you are and what you're doing and how you're feeling. And that how you're feeling now isn't necessarily how you're going to feel tomorrow and just kind of owning it and dealing with it and trying to correct it and knowing that anything can happen to you at any point in time and you're going to have to learn how to get through it. And demotivation happens more than once. And I'm going to probably say it's probably going to happen dozens of times throughout the year. So it's understanding how to get yourself out of it, build your mindset back up and start a fresh day, week, month, and now 2020 a year. So because it started a lot of conversations, I did want to continue the flow and talk about some confidence stuff. So let me just tell you a little bit about my confidence journey, and then maybe that will help us lead into what my recommendations are for building up your confidence. So when I was younger, and I've talked about this a couple times, but I wasn't confident. I did a lot of sports teams. I wasn't that good, but I kept being on these sports teams. I got benched a lot. And if you have been on a sports team, you know that getting benched is like the worst thing in the world. And every single time you get benched, it just kind of lowers your confidence even more. For me, I kept practicing. I kept practicing until I did make the starting lineup for a lot of those teams. Now, I'm not saying that's how my confidence got built because it didn't. And if anything, it kind of made it worse because at least when you're benched, you know you're going to be benched. Like there is no shock of surprise. There is no, like you're not upset every time you get benched because you're kind of used to it. It's like a sad story, but it's true. But the second you're on that starting lineup and one day you're not, 
like you're on the starting lineup for a whole month and then one game you're not on the starting lineup, it fucks with you. And if you've been on a sports team, you know exactly what I'm talking about. And it's something that really affects people. And growing up, that's exactly what I went through. And it's not that sad of a story, but it's kind of where my journey started. And in school, when I was studying and whatnot, I wasn't that book smart. And they were teaching me things in high school. And I think all of you guys can probably understand exactly what I mean, but I felt like it was useless. Like I didn't understand why they were teaching me these things when I knew I wasn't going to use it. So my energy level of wanting to learn was really low and I just, I tried really hard and I just didn't grasp it because I actually didn't care. And that's just, it's the way I think, it's the way I do things. So if I don't genuinely care about the outcome or I don't believe in it or I'm not passionate about it, I don't do well in it because I'm not giving my whole effort into it. So throughout high school, I kind of just thought that that feeling was me not knowing things and me not being good at school or me not being good at taking tests or involving myself into academics. And I thought that that was it. That was me. That was how I was stupid. I wasn't going to get through school, but I did. I didn't fail a class. I got through high school. I went to college and that's where my journey of education started to excel. So I went into general business. It was my starting point because I've always been very passionate about business. I'm an entrepreneur at heart. So I wanted to, I started creating ideas and things I wanted to do ever since I was like 15, 16. So when I went into general business, that's when I really started to peak. I started to actually show interest in the classes. I was getting nineties. I was excelling. I didn't have to ask questions. I didn't have to go back into the class and ask questions after class because I didn't maybe understand and grasp the concept of what was being talked about. I really truly understood. And if anything, people were coming up to me and asking questions. And that's when I really understood that I'm not stupid. I just need to be passionate in something in order to actually do well in it. And some people can memorize something and just spit out the information. But for others, you actually have to care and be passionate about it in order to do well. And that is exactly where I am. And if you are similar, then that's great. I'm glad I'm not alone. But that was kind of where my journey of confidence got to my next level. And going through that journey is not easy, like especially when you are a young female trying to just get through in business. A lot of the people in my classes were a lot older than me. I was actually probably the youngest person in every single one of my classes. And I kid you not, there was anyone from 30 year olds to 60 year olds in my class. And some of my partners were people that were moms and dads and things like that. So we were completely different because I was still like 18, 19 years old. And it's just being in that mindset and that group of people. And I mean, age does not matter. I'm just trying to give you like a visualization of being in that scenario and the confidence. Now, Through that journey, what really started to happen is I went to human resources. So I went back to school for my post-grad and it was a really tough course. I mean, it wasn't easy. It was a lot of law. It was a lot of memorization and you had to know things like word for word because when you're learning the Occupational Health and Safety Act, the Employment Standards, 
act. You have to actually know things word for word for you to get the answer right. So a lot of that was memorization and that is not my specialty. So I went into that class being like, fuck, are you kidding me? I have to memorize things again. It's not just like a concept or a theory or like understanding something like I have to memorize something. But then when I was in class, I was like understanding it. And I honestly started to think of memorization something completely different because when you understand something and then you use it as a practice and actually implementation implementing it it's completely different and the memorization is like so much easier so when I was in class I did well I ended up graduating I ended up being on the honors and it was really it was really exciting and then I had to go into my co-op so this is where my confidence flunked like I went downhill from here I took a co-op and I got you guys have heard this story before it was an unpaid co-op and I started learning the real world when you're in school you learn the theory you learn what they think the real world is and I mean come on these teachers know what the real world is I don't know why the fuck they don't teach you a little bit of theory a little bit about the real world they just teach you all theory So that kind of really pissed me off because I felt really confident in what I had learned. And then you go into the real world and it's like, oh, fuck, I know nothing. So that's where my confidence flunked again. But honestly, this is where my story starts is that you know what you know and just start practicing little by little the things that you can learn, but also what you can show and provide in terms of theory, in terms of everything that you know. And then there's nothing wrong with learning along the way. There's nothing wrong with taking a mentor and watching them and letting them guide you through your career. So this confidence journey for me was really a lot of ups and downs, but in the end, I really just had to believe in myself and know that I could do it. And the second that I started thinking I couldn't do it is when I started failing. And failing is okay. And I did fail a lot, not in terms of like classes, but in terms of like not doing as well as I could have or working on a project and maybe not getting in the 90s, which really pissed me off sometimes. But knowing what you know and using it as a skill is something that you just need to learn how to do. And if you don't know the answer, put up your hand, ask someone. It's really great to have mentors, especially in your professional career. Someone you can go to, ask questions whenever, wherever, and it can help build up your confidence because learning every single day, especially if you're in HR, you know that you're constantly learning and you cannot get upset when you don't know the answer because no one knows every single page of every legal and law within employment law. Honestly, guys, every time I record... There is a dog barking in the background and so help me God, if this keeps happening, I'm going to lose my mind. I'm not even going to like re-record that because guys, I don't have soundproof walls. So you are going to hear things like that and I'm just going to go with the flow, keep on going. Let's go. Okay. So guys, what I wanted to get into was confidence and the five things I think confidence has a direct impact on. I've talked a lot about public speaking, especially with my episode with Larissa and soap opera moments. And I talked a lot about demotivation and how demotivation 
and mindset has a direct influence on confidence. Guys, now I want to talk about the five things that have a direct impact on confidence that you can 100% control. Public speaking is one thing. You got to practice it. You got to get used to it. It's something that you can't just figure out and do instantly. I mean, you got to believe in yourself and you got to take the steps in order to complete that journey of self public speaking and being able to be confident in speaking in the workplace. And then demotivation, it happens all the time. Mindset shifts are challenging for some and easier for some. It totally just matters how deep you are in that hole. And then confidence as a whole. So the first one I have for you is making sure you're giving yourself self-affirmations, making sure you're giving yourself positive thoughts that you know you can do it. And whether that's writing it down on a piece of paper and showing it to yourself every morning, or it's just actually feeling like believing in yourself, knowing that you can do it. The second that you don't think you can, or the second you think you're going to settle for less is when you actually are going to settle for less because you don't believe you can get to where you want to be in terms of your goals, your personal and professional goals. So self-affirmation, positive thoughts, believing in yourself is so important with self-confidence and confidence in general, because if you If you don't believe in yourself, what makes you think someone else is going to believe in yourself? It's the passion of believing in yourself that brings that pure confidence in the workplace and in your personal life as well. The second one that I have is set yourself up to win. What is your current environment? Where are you in your professional or personal life? Are you in a situation where you're going to fail regardless? Are you working for someone that is just putting you down every day and it isn't going to build your career growth? You got to think about where you actually are currently. And if where you are currently isn't going to help you get to your goals, then get out of the situation. And I know it's not as easy as it sounds. I totally get it. I've been there, done that. But understand that the longer you put yourself in that situation or you're stuck in a job where you absolutely hate it and it's nothing that you want to do within your career or you're in a basement like me, I was living in a basement and that really just put me in a funk and I needed to get myself out of it. So that's where... I wanted to look at something a little bit more brighter so it could motivate me more in the morning. So it's things like that. Understand exactly where you are in your life and make sure you're setting yourself up to win. You're giving yourself an opportunity to reach those goals because the longer you hold yourself back is the more years that you're going to set yourself back in terms of completing those goals. Number three that I have is care for yourself. And I know I say this a lot. I think I say this in almost every podcast and I'm sorry, but it's true. Care for yourself. Take care of yourself. Do those just self-love days. Like just sit on the couch, like have a face mask, enjoy a glass of wine, do whatever you need to do to relax. This, if you have an iPhone, you know the warnings that you get when you are looking at your phone too much, you are 10% more than last week, (laughs) all those things. And it actually tells you how many hours every day you're spending on your phone. It makes me want to absolutely vomit, but things like that care for yourself. Know that when that warning happens, you need to stop or put your phone down at 6 PM because you've been on it all day for work. Things like that is taking care of yourself exercising, eating properly, setting yourself a schedule, making sure you are productive and you're doing your adult things. 
things like that are going to let you caring for yourself be more confident because you actually are caring for you so again if you're not caring for yourself what makes you think someone else is going to be able to care for you it's the same exact mindset so number three is super important number four create boundaries self-respect this dog i swear to god (laughs) guys i'm just i'm sorry i'm just going to continue it but the dog has literally been barking this entire time okay create boundaries self-respect creating boundaries is so important I honestly, I just started doing this recently. I'm not saying I've been doing this for years, but I used to, whenever my phone would go off for work, I would read it right away and deal with it right away. It didn't matter what the time, what the day, what the hour, it didn't matter at all. I would look at it and deal with it. Lately, I've been saying, no, my boundaries are that when I'm not working, I'm not working. I'm not looking at my phone and my emails. I'm not responding unless it's an emergency because at the end of the day, If you don't create boundaries for yourself, no one else is going to understand or respect your boundaries because you have none. So if you're going to answer every email on Saturday night at 9 p.m., then everyone's going to email you at that time and expect you to actually answer and deal with it. The second that you create those boundaries is when people are going to respect you more because they know that you have a head on your shoulders and you are able to control your life. Creating boundaries with your personal life and professional life is so important. It just shows that self-respect. And again, if you don't respect yourself, no one is going to respect you. So it's actually believing and creating those boundaries. And if you need help with that, then honestly, I've been implementing this throughout the past couple months and I've been doing my best at it. I've started to build a little bit of a process. I'm going to be really excited to show you guys that in the near future. If you have any questions about that right this second that you need help with creating boundaries, I know it's a need and everyone has a really hard time doing it. Send me a DM at Leader in Red Podcast and I'll be able to help you out in the meantime, but stay tuned for that because there will be something that's going to be able to help you guys with that. Okay, number five, and it's the last one that I have for right now is stand up for yourself. If you know me, you know I stand up for myself. I stand up for myself. I stand up for my friends. I stand up for anyone that I love, with including my family and people in the workplace. My team is like my family to me. And if you cross them, you cross me. I stand up for anyone I believe in. And if I believe in you, you know it and you feel it and you know exactly that I believe in you. There is no me hiding behind a corner and me hoping that you think I believe in you or care for you, but standing up for yourself and the people that you believe in is so important. This doesn't come naturally. Um, Well, I mean, for me, it did just because I'm a redhead and I'm born with standing up for yourself. It's basically in my veins. But for a lot of people, you do have to practice it. It's really nerve wracking for a lot of people. And that's why I left this to the end, because it really is the last step in your self-confidence journey. Being able to stand up for yourself draws that line of the second someone knows that you've crossed it, They won't cross it again. Trust me. It's putting that line in the sand. It also involves self-respect. Standing up for yourself is super important, especially in a professional aspect. And I don't mean standing up for yourself like, fuck you, fuck this, this is stupid. Like just swearing and being absolutely dramatic. I mean, drawing that line in the sand and letting people know that they cannot cross it. And the second that they cross it, you're out. 
Standing up for yourself, super important, and I believe in it every single day, especially in your personal life as well. Making sure that if you are at the dinner table talking to your family, that they're going to respect you as well, and you're going to be able to stand up for yourself. It doesn't matter who, where, or when. You got this, girl. Okay, guys, that is my confidence episode. I hope you guys liked it. It was a little bit of a blabber. I was able to get through it without getting too pissed off about the dogs barking in the background. And I hope you enjoyed it. Guys, if you liked this, as always, make sure to screenshot it, share it in your Instagram stories and tag at leader in red podcast. I always love to see you when you're listening to the episodes or even DM me for any questions that you may have. I love chatting with you guys. The past couple months have been great because it's really been showing a lot of conversation with the episodes and confidence and getting you guys to where you want to be personally and professionally. Okay, guys, well, That is all for this episode and I will catch you in the next one.